Good morning. It is Thursday, April 9th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I am so glad that you have decided to join us as we look to God's Word for wisdom concerning our day and to grow in our faith and godliness. We will pray and thank God for His goodness to us and spend time talking with Him before the busyness of our day takes over. The purpose of this podcast is to help you form what we do here into a daily habit in your life. Well, we are nearing the end of Passion Week. I hope you're not letting it go by without really reflecting on our Lord. The events of Passion Week are still so relevant 2,000 years later, and as we have seen this week, they have eternal ramifications. Today, as we look at God's Word, we meet Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane as He is arrested. Let's read from the Gospel of John, chapter 18, verses 4, 5, and 6. Then Jesus, knowing all that would happen to him, came forward and said to them, Whom do you seek? They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said to them, I am he. Judas, who betrayed him, was standing with them. When Jesus said to them, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. Let's pray. As we look at this text this morning and feel the weight of you, our God, being arrested and humiliated in front of your friends, be with us. Share with us the wisdom that we seek in your word. We do believe that it is the source of wisdom for us while we are on this side of eternity. Help us in your word to think more of you and less of ourselves. Be our teacher as we read and meditate, and pray together this morning. Amen. Yesterday we thought through the betrayal of Jesus, and today we see the completion of that story. For three years, one of Jesus' closest friends, one of his disciples, has turned on him. Countless people healed before his eyes, countless demons dispelled, a man raised from the dead. And now, Judas turns on Jesus and gives him over to the very men that have sought Jesus' destruction since the beginning. Here in the garden, it's dark outside. Perhaps there's a nighttime chill in the air. The smell of green wildlife and likely only the sound of muttered prayers. Then suddenly, Many shuffling feet and the clink-clank of armor and swords being drawn cuts the nighttime silence as the Roman soldiers, chief priests, and Judas come to arrest Jesus, the one who is leading this so-called rebellion of the Jews. And Jesus knows that this would happen. He already had foretold it. So he stands up and he says, Whom do you seek? To which the small mob replies, Jesus of Nazareth. And then Jesus responds, I am he. This exchange, so short, seemingly insignificant, is anything but that. There's a detail here that John records that none of the other gospel writers tell us. In verse 6, it says, When Jesus said to them, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. 
Many people know that the New Testament was not written in English. It was written in Greek. And translating it into English is tricky business. There are multiple correct ways to translate the same phrase. And so translators have the tough job of making sure they remain faithful to the original Greek, but also make language decisions that keep the story flowing correctly and are modern to our current tongue so that the reader can enjoy and understand it in our day. The phrase in Greek, I am he, can just as easily be translated simply as, I am. As Jesus replies to the mob when they ask him if he is Jesus of Nazareth, his reply, I am, makes them fall back and to the ground. We know from the Old Testament, when Jesus reveals himself to Moses at the burning bush, that the name of our God is Yahweh, or I Am. In this short exchange, Jesus reveals his deity, and at his word, the mob falls on the ground. If you ever need a proof text, when people deny the deity of Jesus, look no further. Jesus did claim to be God. He is one with the Father, and the eternal, omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent, I am. As you go today, consider these two things. It was our Jesus who was betrayed and crucified. It was our God who was betrayed and crucified. Though this is a simple truth and one that likely everyone listening already knows, Part of Good Friday and Resurrection Sunday is understanding and meditating on this simple truth. God was murdered for us. Jesus wasn't just a perfect man that was chosen as a perfect sacrifice. He was God who became man to die for us. Second, whether the mob believed in Jesus as God or not, they fell to the ground before him. One day Jesus will come back, and all creation will fall before him. Will you fall before him in fear, because you did not know this King Jesus? Or will you fall in adoration because God became man to take human pain and sin and suffering and bear it all upon the cross? Tomorrow is Good Friday, the day that we remember that our God died. Maybe I'm old school, but days like tomorrow should not just be normal days for Christians. Start thinking today how tomorrow can be set aside as a proper day of remembrance. Consider fasting, turn off your phone, setting aside several hours of solitude just to be with God. Let me close us in prayer. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, you endured so much for us. Humiliation, loneliness, persecution, beating, betrayal, and finally death. How can we properly respond to that kind of love, our Lord? Our hearts overflow with thankfulness but even then it just doesn't seem enough. So God, like the old hymn says, 
take our lives and let it be ever only for our King. Though the curse of sin lay heavy upon us, you refused to let it be that way forever. You rescued us. Like the darkness on the night when you were betrayed and arrested, the shadow of sin laid upon us and we could not escape. Our death by sin was secured, but you came. God in heaven came. Bless you, Lord, for saving us. Help us today to glorify you in all that we do, in our words, in our actions, in how we use our time, in how we let ourselves rest, and how we show love to those in our lives today. We are nothing without you, God. Nothing at all. Lord, be with my listeners today. Keep them healthy and comfortable. Lead them in the path of righteousness and fill them with a desire to seek after you daily, even moment by moment. We love you, Lord. It's in the name of your Son, Jesus, that we pray. Amen. Go in peace. I'll see you tomorrow.